Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. If Jesus said, and he did say, that when the Holy Spirit has come, he shall not speak of himself. But he said, whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. So he speaks, doesn't he? I said, he speaks, doesn't he? He's not going to speak of himself, but whatever he hears, that shall he speak. No, the Holy Spirit doesn't speak in tongues, and this isn't talking about talking tongues. You talk in tongues as the Spirit gives you utterance. But he said, he whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And then he said, he'll show you things to come. Well, now, where is he going to do this? Now, is he going to do it? He's going to do it in you because that's where he is. He's in you. He's going to speak in you. He's going to speak to your spirit. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today, we continue the series, Spirit, Soul, and Body by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's classic message. And when you speak with tongues, you're speaking out of your heart, out of your spirit, out of this inner man. It isn't the body speaking, even though you're using your vocal organs. And it isn't your mind. In fact, Paul said that in 1 Corinthians 14, 14. He said, For if I pray in an unknown tongue, what? My spirit prayeth. My spirit prays. Jesus said, in talking about the Holy Ghost and promising the Holy Ghost in the 7th chapter of John's Gospel, the 37th through the 39th verse. Remember what Jesus said? Jesus said, stood at the last day of the feast and cried and said, Ho, everyone is a thirst, let him come to me and drink. For he that believeth on me, as the Scripture said, out of his belly... Another translation said, out of his innermost being, that's his spirit, shall flow rivers of living water. But it went on to say, but this spake he of the spirit which they that believe upon him should receive, for as yet the Holy Ghost is not given because Jesus is not yet glorified. Now, every one of we folks who talk with tongues know exactly where it's come from. It comes right out of your belly. And I'm not being vulgar. That's in there. It's right in here. Amen. Isn't that right? It's right in here. That's the spirit of man. That's where the Holy Ghost is, is in here. And that's where he dwells. He's not living in your head. He's dwelling in your spirit. Praise the Lord. And he's there. He's there. Somebody said, well, I don't feel him. Well, if he ever came, he's still there. Because Jesus said, I'll pray to the Father and he'll send you another comforter that he may stay with you two weeks. No, no, no. That he may abide with you forever. Praise the Lord. Let me say this. He does not come and go. Without getting into any further discussion, I'll get into that sometime in another seminar, if you don't mind. But without getting into any other further discussion, let me say this to you without a fear of contradiction from any intelligent person. The Holy Ghost does not come and go. Once you've received him, he does not come and go. That he may abide with you forever. Now let me say this to you. If he ever does go, he'll never come back. He'll never come back. That's it. You've had it. Well, somebody said he left me. No, he didn't. And he came back. No, he didn't. Are you listening to me? Now, you may have thought he did, and your wrong religious training and doctrines or creed may have said so, but the Word didn't say so. Well, somebody said if you do wrong, won't he leave you? No, 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 he won't leave you. He'll still be there to try to help you. I mean, even, did you ever notice the prayer that David prayed after he'd sinned? He'd, he'd, he'd committed murder, he'd committed adultery. Did you ever read the prayer he prayed? 
He prayed the prayer of repentance and then he said, Lord, take not, take not, take not thy Holy Spirit from me. He never had taken him from him. And so he said, don't take thy spirit from me. And thank God he never did. Are you listening to me? Yes, you can grieve him, but he won't take him from you. And if he ever did take him from me, I'll cover that in one of the seminars one of these days, then he'll never come back. That'll be the end of that. And I can prove that by the scripture. But I won't take time of that now. That's beside the point. I just want to establish this fact with you that he's there. Praise the Lord. Well, somebody said, I don't feel like he is. Well, that hasn't got a thing in the world to do with it. I said, that hasn't got a thing in the world to do with it. It's what the Bible said. That's what counts. Praise the Lord, and the Bible is true. Now then, friends, the Holy Spirit, as I said, is dwelling in your spirit. Not in your head, but in your spirit. The Holy Spirit cannot communicate directly with our minds because he's not in our minds. He's in our spirits. He must communicate with us through our spirit. And I want to teach you something about being led of the spirit, how to know the voice of the spirit. He must, as I said, communicate with us through our spirits because that's where he is. And of course, our spirit does reach and influence our intellectual processes from within. You remember something Jesus said, and there's a number of things there that are very blessed if we had time to discuss them, but it's beside the point just now. But one thing that Jesus said when he promised the Holy Spirit was that when he is come, he shall not speak of himself. But whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And so Jesus had already stated in the, the previous verses over here in John, I, th I would suggest that you read carefully the 14th, 15th, and 16th chapter of John's Gospel. Because he had already stated in the 14th chapter, you see, and uh, the uh, 16th, 17th verses, that I'll pray to the Father and he'll send you another comforter, even the Spirit of truth, that he may abide with you forever. He said, uh, Jesus went on to say that he is with you now, but he said he shall be in you. He's in you. Hallelujah. Paul, you know, wrote a letter to the Corinthians who were not only born again, but spirit filled. And he said to them, what know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, in you, which you have of God. And then John wrote in his epistle and said, greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. Well, all right then. If Jesus said, and he did say, that when the Holy Spirit is come, he shall not speak of himself. But he said, whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. So he speaks, doesn't he? I said he speaks, doesn't he? He's not going to speak of himself, but whatever he hears, that shall he speak. No, the Holy Spirit doesn't speak in tongues, and this isn't talking about talking tongues. You talk in tongues as the Spirit gives you utterance. But he said... He, whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And then he said, he'll show you things to come. Well, now, where is he going to do this? Now, how is he going to do it? He's going to do it in you because that's where he is. He's in you. He's going to speak in you. He's going to speak to your spirit. Hallelujah. That's where he's going to speak because that's where he is. He's in you. So then, this information that our spirit receives, we receive from the Holy Spirit. 
and our human spirit. Now, sometimes the Holy Spirit, I mean, he does with me. I mean, he, he spoke to me even because he, I was born of the Spirit and knew the voice of the Spirit before I was ever filled with the Holy Ghost. But, of course, it's amplified when you're filled with the Holy Ghost. Well, then it's more real, you see. In other words, it's amplified a hundredfold more. But it was the Spirit of God on the inside of me. You see, the greatest things that ever happened to me have always happened. I know a lot of times we pray for something to happen out here. <laughs> We're looking and wanting something to happen out here somewhere. But the greatest thing that ever happened to me is to always start on the inside. That's where God starts to work, on the inside. God is a spirit. When you were born again, when you were saved, you see, the Holy Spirit through the Word convicts your heart, convicts your spirit. On the inside you feel that conviction. On the inside you feel that urge and that response to, to, uh, to, to respond to the call of God, don't you? And something happens on the inside of you. Well, you see, you become acquainted with that spirit then because he speaks to your spirit. Well, it was on the bed of affliction. You've heard my testimony, many of you. But, uh, but I, I, I didn't know to listen to the inward voice. No one taught me. I mean, I had to learn for myself. If I'd have known, of course, what I, I... I'll put it this way. If I had started listening before I did, I wouldn't have stayed on that bed any 16 months like I did flat on my back. But didn't listen. There was this unseen one that was trying to open the Word of God up to me and trying to get me to act on that Word and I wouldn't do it because my natural mind wouldn't let me do it. My natural mind wouldn't let me act by faith. I'd pray and feel blessed because you will feel blessed if you pray. God will bless you. God will help you if you'll pray, but that mean, don't mean you got the answer to your prayer just because you felt blessed. Too many people have based their faith on that and been deceived when they ought to base their faith on the Word of God. But then, you see, in my natural mind, I'd begin to check myself over to see if I really got this. See, what I was praying for was healing. And I was bedfast, so I'd check my heartbeat. I'd put my hands here on my chest to get my heartbeat. And I'll tell you, it was very recognizable because I could feel it because I didn't weigh as much as I did now. I weighed 100 pounds less than I do now. I weighed 89 pounds. And I could feel that old heart on the inside of me uh, just a chugging and a beating and a hitting like a T-Model Ford a hitting on one cylinder. You know what I mean? Just a shaking and a jumping. That's right. And so it wasn't any better. And I'd look, throw the sheet down. I had some use of my arm, not full use of my upper arm because it'd become totally paralyzed. But I'd throw the sheet down off of my lower limbs and I'd look down there at those lower limbs, wasted away, couldn't walk, and I'm not healed, and I'd go to crying about it. I'd go to crying about it. Lord, I just sure you healed me. I just sure I had my healing. But I didn't. I thought. See? But the time came, you see, when the Spirit of God got me to listen to the Word of God. Remember, the Spirit of God will always lead you in line with the Word of God. Amen. When the Spirit of God got me to listen to the Word. And he's the author of this written Word. And Mark eleven twenty four was the verse of Scripture, as you well know, that brought me off the bed of affliction. What things are ever you desire? When you pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. 
Remember this, that Jesus doesn't speak to us directly. He's not here. We say the Lord spoke to us, but he spoke to us by the Spirit because the Holy Ghost doesn't speak of himself. What he hears, he speaks. He speaks what he heard Jesus say or God the Father say. And so I recognize that as being the Spirit of God speaking to me. He said, you do believe all right as far as you know. I said, the Lord spoke to me. But I recognize it was by the Spirit. It was the voice of God's Spirit. And of course, the Lord, it was the Lord speaking because he doesn't speak of himself. said, you do believe all right as far as you know. But that last clause goes with that verse of Scripture and then he quoted that to me. Now you say, how did you hear the Lord? No, I didn't hear any voice out here like I'd hear this man's voice if he's spoke to me, or like I heard Brother Hahn when he prayed, I heard these singers when they sang. I didn't hear it with these ears. I heard it in here. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer, the six CD series that you've been hearing today, Spirit, Soul, and Body by Kenneth E. Hagan, plus the mini book, How You Can Be a Success in Life by Ken Hagan. Additionally, if you call today, we'll include the bonus paperback book, The Greater Glory by Ken Hagen. All three dynamic resources for just $39.95. Don't delay. Call today. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126. Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Well, January enrollment for Raymond Bible Training College is underway. Yeah. So if you're interested in learning more about the Word of God or just interested in growing with God, yes, yes, our yes. Phil call to the ministry. Hey, it's time to enroll in Raymond Bible Training College. Yeah, just go to, to rbtc.org. That's what I was fixing to say. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, Spirit, Soul, and Body. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.